Hello and welcome to Phoning It In, the improvised phone-in show where the callers have no idea what they're calling in to talk about. My name is Dave Coffey. The usual phone lines are open, so get calling. Okay, we're going to kick things off this week with our topic of the week. This week we're talking about opposites attract, unlikely couples we wouldn't expect. Uh, Stephanie is on the line. Stephanie, your husband is quite a bit younger than you, is that right? Yeah, look, I mean, I'm not going to lie. I've called in and I've already said it, so... What's the age gap there, Stephanie? Oh, about 16 years. Okay, so uh, what age are you? I'm 16. <laughs> so you're 16 and he's 16 years younger. Yeah, look, I mean, everybody has this dream, right? That you're going to fall in love with a Prince Charming. You're going to meet someone in a club or maybe a community centre if you're 16. Yeah. And um, look... Maybe my husband's not born yet. But I'm going to tell you one thing, Dave. <laughs> he's out there. And he's tiny. Do you have your eyes on some... Uh, some... I have my eyes on a pregnant woman down yes. the road, yeah. Cool, okay, great. Now, that's, that's exactly what I was trying to get at. Now, why, why do you have your eyes on her? She's round like the earth. Yes. And... Atoms are perfectly round when the electrons are going around at a high speed because that's the orb orbit that they fall into. Yeah. So, uh, obviously, the rounder the belly, the sweeter the fruit. Cool. Okay, well, look, I, I want to bring on that uh, pregnant uh, woman down the street, uh, Maraid. Um, Maraid, w w how do you feel about the, the fact that Stephanie has her eyes on your unborn child? Um, I'm, I'm hey, baby, <laughs> not talking to you, Maureen. <laughs> um, hello, Stephanie. I, I'm I'm just super flattered. <laughs> oh wow! Okay, great. You don't I, find I, it creepy or weird or no, creepily I, weird. I I believe the life inside of me is special, and for Stephanie to recognize that is just. So, w w in what way do you think it's special, Maureen? Um. Well, I'm conceived the child without sex oh uh, right Dave. okay so i am um, you know it's yeah. it's a, a miracle baby a miracle baby okay stephanie were you aware of this or is this unrelated no but i mean it really makes sense that i i would choose the new jesus yes i mean i, I, I don't want to i'm sorry i i don't want to put a, a name on well, it okay, but, but uh, Maureen, i really do want you to stay out of this because i feel like you're taking a lot of credit for something that you had nothing to do with um well i am the mother of the miracle so yeah but i feel like you're making it weird um, I just feel like maybe, you know, I was the chosen one out of all the women in all the world. Yeah, but why did I know you were special? I... Well, is Mairead special or is it the... Look, me and Mairead go way back. Okay, we were yeah. in school together. We were we were best friends. <laughs> yeah, we both dropped okay. out after sixth class. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> and then we kind of went our separate ways. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But we, we were best friends. And we're past tense. Yeah. yeah. So when the child is born, Stephanie, are you hoping to be involved in its life all the way through or? Well, I mean, as its spouse. As, as it's, yeah, but you won't be its spouse from birth, you know? 
or is that some kind of arrangement you've well, already come to? <laughs> we're, we're kind of planning the wedding now. Okay. <laughs> you know? I bought. I, I made it a little uh, tux. You made a little baby tux. Yeah, I made. I made a little baby tux out of um, my black raincoat. I cut off the arms mm. and um, sewed them onto part of the middle bit to make trousers. It and is adorable. <laughs> and are you not afraid that people will find all this a little strange? <laughs> Oh, once they find out it's the second coming, I'm sure, you know, I'm sure. <laughs> <laughs> okay, guys, thank you so much. It was lovely to talk to you. Best of luck with the wedding. Um, Ted is on the line. And Ted, your girlfriend is the polar opposite of you. Is that right? Yep. How so? She's beautiful, Dave. She's absolutely unbelievable. Like she's t ten feet tall. Right. She's got hair all the way down to other rooms. Wow. Yeah, 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 yeah. But so, um, if she's the opposite of you, does that mean you're just a disgusting <laughs> pile of dirt? Yeah. Well, all right, Dave. <laughs> I mean, who's doing the interview here, Dave? You're just a um, little gross, little disgusting. Wow. Okay. Uh, <laughs> No, I'm just trying to infer from what you're you said. You're just trying to paint a picture, I suppose. Yeah. Uh, oh, sorry, sorry. I, why you don't you... All right, maybe I'll paint a picture. Come on. Oh, come on, don't talk about yourself like that. Oh, honey, please, I'm on the phone. Come on, now. You are, you're great. You are 10 foot tall. You've got all that hair on you. I mean, you are great. You're de describing yourself, honey. You're, um, look, she's very supportive as well. Yeah. And I'm a real... Shithead. <laughs> a real shithead. I'm the shithead. No, I'm honey, shithead. you're not a shithead. Can Look, you, she's she's can you she bring her over to the phone so we can uh, hear her? Sure, yeah, 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 yeah. Hi. Hi. Well, hey, so, how's it going, man? I didn't get your name. Uh yeah, it's Amy. Amy. Uh you're a woman. Yeah. Of yeah, course. I'm a woman. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> Sorry. What the fuck is with you, Dave? <laughs> What's going on, man? <laughs> you're really, you're in a weird mood. <laughs> I listen to the show all the time, and I don't ever hear any other guests get this kind of shit from you, Dave. <laughs> if I'm going to be honest with you. Uh, so I mean, Amy, fair enough, maybe not. Amy, right, can you, you tell me about, about your boyfriend? Is he the polar opposite of you, or is he? No, absolutely. He's polar opposite of me. Okay. Like, you're going to hear it. Like, we're just different. Yeah. Uh, are you? He's like really sound and like just a cool guy, and I'm just like a piece of shit, <laughs> you know, just an absolute wreck. But he said know? that about himself what? and that you were great. Nah, well, that's where that's that's the difference between us is that we agree on that, right. but in opposite directions. <laughs> so the one difference between you is the thing that you no, actually no, both completely agree on. But the opposite? Yeah, we're totally different, okay? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's sound, and I'm not. I am, like, just annoying, you know? And what do you think, Trevor? You, you're uh, oh, I'm a real annoying guy. I, uh, I'll come up to you, and I'll just start poking yeah. you in the head. Right. Just right in the middle of the head all the time. I poke you in the stomach. Yeah, like, yeah. that's more annoying. Well, they're both annoying, though. All right, uh, Dave, settle down. All right. <laughs> Come on, Dave. <laughs> I'm just trying to get to the... I, I don't see where the difference is. You guys seem to be quite alike. Polar what? opposites. Polar opposites. Have you not listened to anything we've no, said, I, Dave? That's what we're saying to you. We're too, too busy giving a shit, Dave, about yeah. the sound of things. Like <laughs> so one, are you po one pokes in the head, one pokes in the stomach. One pokes in the head. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What other things do you both do that's so terrible? Oh, uh, 
playing tennis. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, uh, I just throw, <laughs> when the ball comes towards me, I just throw my racket and everything with it. So it just goes flying across and almost hits, it's, uh, hits Amy right in the face. You see? You see what I'm saying? He's sound. <laughs> like, he is sound. And, and I am... Uh, what I'm do you do so when you're playing tennis, Amy? I, I take a racket to the face. <laughs> like, what is that? That's just like, you're just driving me mental with this shit. <laughs> I gotta agree really with bad. Ted on this one. I mean, throwing a racket at your face doesn't sound like great boyfriend behavior. Uh, well, okay, then I don't want to go out with you, Dave. That's yeah, I'm going to second on that one. Maybe that's something we have in common. I don't want to go out with you either, Dave. Okay, well... Maybe you figured us out. I mean, yeah. maybe... Maybe it's a great helpline, Dave. Yeah, maybe you're not so different after all. Well, huh? you've really solutioned this, haven't you, Dave? Yeah. Congratulations. I think doctor? so. Doctor? Is it doctor? No, I'm not a doctor. I didn't think so, okay. Dave. <laughs> well, listen, I'm glad we, we found some common ground between you guys. Thank you so much Good. for calling in. Good. All right. All right. Bye. Yeah, no. Off we go. <laughs> Uh, I'm going to move on to some other callers now. Uh, Chloe's on the line. Chloe, you found um, you found porn in your under your son's bed. Is that right? Yes. I suppose this must be a common enough thing to happen. What? If you're a mother. What? I mean, to find <laughs> pornography under a teenage son's bed, or it, it wasn't the pornography. It's, it it was it was what it was of. Okay, what was it of? I I I I don't I I I I don't think I can say it on, on air. It's yeah. It's just that's kind of the point of the show. It's hard to progress the call. Just little kittens, you know. Just pictures of little kittens wearing tiny little sexy outfits. There there was yeah. there was a a a, a ginger. Cat, and she was wearing like a, a green thong, and mm. what what does that mean? I don't know. I mean, uh, what does it mean? I don't know. Do you think it's because my son is a, a redhead and he's y you know I don't know trying to find himself in a way? No, I wouldn't say that's nothing to do with us. I mean, there's a lot of redheads, but they're not going around for kitten porn. You know what I mean? Oh. <laughs> I thought. Uh, I, I thought. Well, let's get him on. Let's get. Let's Mom. get Brian on here. Mom. Mom. Brian, don't be angry. Brian, please don't be angry. How am I not supposed to be angry, Mom? Can I? Can I? I'm going to say it to Dave. Dave. Mm. How am I not supposed to be angry when my mom comes up to my room, my private space? Yeah. We all know. Yeah. Everybody uses it. Everybody. Everybody uses their private space, their yeah. bedroom. I don't go into your bedroom, Mom, and look underneath your bed. I could be all sorts of things in there. Well, there wouldn't be kitten porn under there. Oh, grow up, Mom. <laughs> This is the 21st century, all right? We're all looking at everything, all right? Kittens, kittens, yeah. it's not a big deal. I'm not hurting anyone, yeah, Dave. Yeah, well, the kittens could, I don't know. Kitten, what? Wait, wait, do you know that they well, like they, being... They, they, I, I will say this in my son's defense. I'm not defending what he did Thanks or the pictures, but the, the kittens looked like they were having a hell of a time. A good you time, know? okay. They, yeah, they, yeah, there was like um, one... You know, the, the little Persian one, you know, he was playing with some wool. Um, I, I know that, like, little leather mask on his head might have been a bit tight, but... Oh, he Mom, stop describing it. It's too much for me. <laughs> I can't listen to you describe my pornography. <laughs> yeah, that is a bit, that is a bit weird. Uh, Brian, why do you like kitten porn? Uh, why is the uh, sky blue? <laughs> <laughs> why is water wet, Dave? <laughs> I don't know. It just It's just a thing I'm yeah, into, you know? Yeah, yeah. I, 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 I have an inkling... An inkling? <laughs> um, his, uh, 
his father left us um, when we were very young. No, I'm going to say it. I'm going to no. I'm going to say it. Um, his father left us when um, we were very young, and um, I bought him a, a kitten as a kind of a you know cheer up yeah. um, present, and um, and um, the kitten grew into a cat. And he just didn't seem interested in it anymore. And <laughs> when the kitten became a cat, um, that was the time we also found out that his father had, you know, died in a rare diving accident. Okay. Do you think very rare diving accident? Yeah. <laughs> what what way was it rare, Brian? Uh, it just doesn't really happen very often. <laughs> 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 Do you think these things are related? Uh, I don't see any relation between my dad dying, finding out my dad dying, and a kitten becoming a cat. When does a kitten become a cat, anyway? What's I, I don't know. I mean, when did you feel like it became a cat? Well, yeah. it was definitely the day that we got the call from the hospital. <laughs> you all had to grow up a little bit faster that day, didn't you? Uh, cat did. <laughs> kitten turned into a cat, Dave. Uh, not sure what you're getting at. You know, just, uh, you know, there's looking and thinking that's acceptable and then uh, and, um, and then maybe a line is drawn there a lion uh, yeah may, may, you know maybe <laughs> there's a picture of a lion somewhere isn't it? what really why you could describe the lion to me dave <laughs> describe a lion come on in detail there was a line drawn oh somewhere? yeah oh <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah a, a line a line drawn and and then he sees a line and he's like oh you know may, maybe i'll move on to bigger cats yeah well that's dangerous that is dangerous that sounds pretty fucking good to me dave <laughs> i'll be honest with you <laughs> you have you ever gone to the zoo and been just a bit like what if i jumped on in there every day dave you go to the zoo every, every day? day? <laughs> well, I'd be more worried about that, to be honest. Uh, every I go to the Chloe. zoo every single day. Chloe, this were you aware you to the zoo every single day? No, I, I, I wasn't aware well, of that. I, yeah, that's definitely more worrying than the... the it, it is. The it, it's, I, I'm very worried about my son right now. I don't know what to do, Dave. Like, what, what, what would you do if this was your son and he was looking at kitten porn under the bed and visiting the zoo every day, you know, masturbating against lions? What would you do? Uh, what was the last bit there? <laughs> uh, <laughs> masturbating at, uh, uh, after lions. Okay, well, I, I, I don't know what I would do to answer your question, but I do want to bring in a psychologist who specializes in this exact... Finally, a doctor. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Dr. Yes. Jonathan. Yes, yes. You specialize in this oh, exact yeah. thing. Yeah. So you've got to have an answer for Chloe and Brian. Yeah, absolutely. But uh, what I, I, could, if I could just go back to uh, the the female caller earlier, uh, just when she was describing the kitty porn, could she just do that again, please? Uh, Chloe. <laughs> yeah. Um, if what it, was it, in it again, Chloe? If, if yeah, you can just describe that, please. <laughs> um, if if it will help Brian. Oh, it'll help him. It'll help him. Oh, okay. Her, oh, all right. Oh, I'm, here we go. Here we go. Um, there was a, a little ginger kitten, and yeah. um, he yeah. and he was in this basket, and um, there there and there was a real woolly blanket in the basket. Uh, oh yes, uh, but then there was some unwoven wool. <laughs> This unwoven wool yarn, and he was playing with it. And um, he, he was a little ginger one, and he was wearing this uh, very um, tight, revealing uh, green thong. Mm, uh, everything, uh, Mom. Uh, he, everything. <laughs> okay. 
Yeah, I think I've heard enough there. Okay. All uh, right, thank you. <laughs> uh, Chloe, I'm sorry. We're nowhere. We're nowhere. I thought he was going to help, but uh, we're nowhere closer to solving your problem. I'm afraid. Listen, uh, just try and keep him away from the zoo. Maybe. I'll, I will. Maybe. Maybe I'll put a leash on him. Put a leash on him. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Uh, see you later, guys, thank you so much for calling in. Uh, Ross is on the line. Uh, Ross, what uh, is... Can I just say, I mean, look, yeah, I'm no psychiatrist, but was that a euphemism for a whole load of other stuff? The kittens thing? <laughs> well, look, I mean, if you're looking at this horse, what's one of the first words you're going to see under kitten? I'm talking about pussy. Yes, yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> So you think that was all uh, they were just talking about? Yeah, a little about. ginger one in a green tongue. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Very plain. Yeah, there very you say it, it makes a lot of sense. Masturbating in front of lines. Absolutely. Who hasn't fantasized about a uh, big, big hairy adult one? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Just traditional pussy porn. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Listen, Ross, um, yeah. I, I, I know you want to call in. What's, what's going on in, the, in your shed? Oh, yeah. I'm just... I'm starting a new language. In your garden shed. That's right. You know, we had smell-o-vision. Yes. What about a new language based on the sense of taste? Okay. And how does that work? We'll, we'll, we'll give you an example. So uh, if I want to say something to you, I go into my shed. I cook you up something. I give it to you. And I'm saying something to you with that taste. Okay, yeah, yeah. Now, I haven't really worked out the whole uh, linguistic, shall we say, you know, I started off talking about the sources. Now, I suppose I'm talking about dictionaries. <laughs> I haven't worked that one out, how I'm going to communicate what the taste means. Okay. But each taste will have a meaning. So all you've really got so far is just that idea. Yeah, I'm just cooking. <laughs> just, uh, I've become a chef in the, but that's only a byproduct you, you don't really want to work as a chef. And not everything right. tastes good. Okay. But you, that would be important for the language as well, presumably. But it doesn't necessarily mean I'm saying something offensive. Yes. Uh, if it tastes bad. If it tastes bad. But it could, you could do, because you haven't made up the language yet. Might that, do. That might make sense. Absolutely. Will you come on board? I'm interested. Uh, like, for example, if you yeah. wanted to communicate something with me, would it be a good idea to have it almost like a book where there's different flavors and I lick across the page and I could read it that way, would that work? Or is it a whole meal like that's like a, a, an essay? Well, you know more about this than I do. Because, <laughs> look, my cholesterol is through the roof. I've got a blood pressure band on my arm that goes off every 20 bloody minutes. <laughs> and uh, I can't move. I'm immobile. <laughs> through testing these... Uh, Communication methods. I've so close to killed myself. Yeah, you've just so really, I'm calling up to pass it on. Look, I've no friends, Dave, yeah, and yeah. no one will talk to me. So yeah. I thought, <laughs> look, I'll come up with a new a new language. Maybe it's the way I talk. Yes. Maybe that's what's pissing people off. Why? What's wrong with the way you talk? Well, I don't know. Talk to someone who won't talk to me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, let's bring on someone who won't talk to you. There uh, must be something wrong with you. Because you've stuck me out for a good two minutes, I'd say, Dave. <laughs> you better watch yourself, or you might die. Well, let's, let's bring on your brother, uh, your brother Michael. All oh, right, well, this won't last. Oh. Michael, what's, why, why won't you talk to your brother anymore? Yeah. Oh. 
Why would I? I mean, he won't listen to anything. I try and say words to him, and he's just like, tell it to my mouth. <laughs> like, what does it mean? There's no feeling there. No taste. When I talk. Yeah, it's just, just words, man. Yeah, it's words. That's how we communicate. That's how people... You're talking to Dave right now. Look, we all have different love languages, right? I don't That's know That's the thing. Means. I don't know much about that, but I have... I well, what does it mean? I've heard a term. Well, this is the one... He's been trying to read this book on love languages, but only through meals. <laughs> and so I've been cooking up all this food to try and, like... But it's like letter at a time. I'm like, here, have a pavlova. That that's means, a P? Look. That's a T, actually. Uh. We should have gone for P. You're right. That would have been better, but he was insistent. Can you talk to mom and dad? Because I'm sick of living in the shed. We can't fit you into the house anymore. You know that. Well, the... The shed? The, the renovations to the shed are surely costing as much as renovations to the conservatory. So wait, the shed is now bigger than yeah, the house? The, sheds, the shed is just a wooden coat, basically. <laughs> we actually, we airlifted the shed down onto him. He was just lying in the back garden and we got a shed just And they like... have to take out a plank and put in a plank every bloody day. And I've barely any room to do my cooking. I've got to do the cooking out in a hot plate outside my wooden coat. And uh, if I invite anyone around... They, they can't get near enough to me that I can taste them. So uh, Wait, I'm just here. I'm them? just, a, I'm just yeah. a loon wearing a timber Jack dress. Is. Yeah, he wants to taste people as well. That's part of it. Okay? Yeah, that's part of it. Yeah, yeah. I want to taste people. So you just literally uh, lick their... Oh, oh I, I wish. Try. I wish. I try. Jesus. My tongue's still regular length. Yeah. His cheeks are too fat for yeah. the tongue to reach past them. I've got a long swab <laughs> that I uh, pick up with my mouth and I swab my visitors and then I throw the swab up in the air and catch, catch the cotton end of my mouth and see if I can catch a taste. But Five. Five swabs he's swallowed so far. Five of them. Delicious. <laughs> Our swab budget is through the roof, Dave. Every budget is through the roof. Let Ask mom and dad to move, let me move back in. I see what they're doing to my room, and it's a disgrace. It's disgusting. What do you mean? We're, we're, we're letting a refugee live there. That's not disgusting. It's the... It's, it's posters. What posters? Pamela Anderson. <laughs> so out of date. It's it's how out of date the poster is. Yeah, that so out you. of date. Oh, if I could t give you a taste of my mouth. <laughs> well, you can't because I won't. Oh, Michael, it's useless. You know I have no taste buds. <laughs> Michael, um, what do you want to see happen here with with Ross? Uh, what, what, what like? <sighs> I mean, are you? Do you want to get him to develop this language or not? You taste stuff, and then you're like, I don't know what this means. <laughs> How are we developing a language here? You're just eating a whole you lot know, of food. Lots of people don't understand their own poetry. It's in the, you got to have a perceiver on the other end. You think Seamus Heaney knew the, what the fuck he was talking about? <laughs> That's a good point, Michael. What? Seamus Heaney knew exactly he what he was talking about. What he was talking about. It's all English teachers giving you what they think. You think Seamus Heaney just made up a whole string of words and English teachers. And words worth. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. 
I agree. I agree. I mean, it's uh, you agree, Dave. Yeah, I mean, yeah. Uh, poetry is just a whole outcome, <laughs> and then English teachers come along and fill in the blanks, I'd right? Say poetry <laughs> tastes like gruel or polenta without any flavorings put in it. Yeah, sludge. Yeah. This is sorry, Dave. He's gone into his own poetry now. <laughs> This is what he he's saying. My coat, get more planks. Oh, I'm nude. Right. I'm nude. Da- it's popping at the front. Stop getting aroused by your own poetry, then. I'm always aroused. You just can't see it. <laughs> I've got wood. You don't have enough wood. That's a problem. That is the problem. I go to bloody woodies. <laughs> you, you go to woodies. Ah. Uh, <laughs> he's um he's paddling with his feet now, Dave. Uh, he's trying to get he's trying to he's trying to pull grass towards himself to hide his shame. <laughs> I think. Well, anyway, look, Dave, I better get some wood. Yeah, listen, guys, I'm sorry. Does any if any of your callers have any wood, uh, we could really do with some wood. Yeah. Okay. Well, we'll we'll, we'll ask our next uh, special guest who's coming up. But guys, stay on line. We might be able to um bring you back in later on. Uh, well, I'm hungry. Yeah, <laughs> you can go and grab something to eat. Part of it is he keeps eating his own shed, dude. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I want to bring on my special guest on stage. Uh, he is Dublin's oldest bus driver, uh, Buster Manel. Buster, oh, welcome yeah. to the show. How, how old are you, Buster? Uh, 170. 170? <laughs> you're 170, Buster? Yeah. Jesus. Okay, so you're uh, uh, yeah. also the world's oldest man as well as being... <laughs> Dublin's yeah, oldest yeah. bus driver. 170. Yeah. Yeah, 170. Okay. And uh, you're retiring this year after how many years have I'm you been? Exhausted. Yeah, 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 yeah. How many years have you been driving a bus? Uh, five years now. Just, just five years. Okay. Yeah. So you're Dublin's oldest bus driver. You're not yeah. Dublin's longest bus no, driver. No, no, no. no, no okay. I know Dublin's longest bus driver. Uh, t- tall Jerry, we call him. Jerry? Tall Jerry? Tall Jerry, yeah, okay. Dublin's longest bus driver. And how long's he been uh how long's he been driving a bus? Oh, I'd say like three years. No, that's that's less than you though. Oh sorry, he's the longest. He's physically. the longest. He's sorry, not, I'm not <laughs> He's I'm not, not the fully, uh, yes, longest yeah, serving. Yeah, 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 yeah. 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 Uh, how did you get into driving a bus at 165 <laughs> well, by, years old? Uh, by accident, of course. Oh, how do you mean, of course? It was, it was an accident, and uh, this bus rear-ended my car. And I ended up at the front of the bus, and the bus driver <laughs> didn't notice. It's, uh, it was old uh, Seamus, uh, Dublin bus's blindest driver. And... Uh, he was driving, doing a very good route, uh, the 65, and uh, he drove all the way around us uh, with me at the front of the bus, and so, and I was picking up the fares. So you, you know, were, people were like getting into over. my car. Yeah, I pretty yeah, much yeah. took over at yeah. that point. Um, they were like, "This guy's blind. This isn't <laughs> this isn't a good system." Yeah, yeah. And so I was like, "He's not blind. He's the blindest." blindest. Yeah, but but he's not. Fully blind. Oh, he's fully blind. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. But he's not just blind. He's, he's the, the blindest. blindest. Okay, you should yeah, talk yeah. to kind of blind Brian. <laughs> kind of blind Brian. <laughs> kind of blind Brian. Is the obviously not the blindest bus driver. Oh, uh, he wishes. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, God. He's been gunning for that role. 
Absolutely. Uh, I want to bring on Kinda Blind <laughs> Brian. You got him, uh, you can say it. Kind of blind, Brian. Uh, hey, hey, Dave. Hey, how going? you doing? Um, well, how do you feel about Buster uh, retiring this year? Oh, it's such a shame, Dave. It's yeah. such a shame. We're gonna miss him around. Yeah. What? What's you? What? What? What makes him such a great bus driver? Like, oh, is he so? Did you ever meet a man who's 170 years old? No, Dave? never have. No. So many stories. He's yeah. always telling the stories about times when there wasn't it. A bus to be seen okay, up yeah. and down the streets of Dublin's fair city. It's a whole bunch of uh, horses yeah. tied together. <laughs> tied together? Yeah, double uh, deck of horses. You ever been on a. Oh, right. So they you were. ever been on a double deck of horses? So there was ones on top? Yeah. Yeah. Ding, ding, room on top. <laughs> Unbelievable, Dave. Different time. It's a, it's a real different time. Yeah, yeah. And uh, how did you get into the bus driving game? Um, was it an interesting story? <laughs> <laughs> Oh, uh, let me tell you. <laughs> will you hear? Will you hear this one, Dave? This is the best story you've ever heard. <laughs> will you? This is so unbelievable. It's incredible. This story. <laughs> uh, <laughs> let me tell you, Dave. Oh, I was. Um, I was. Are you listening, Dave? Are you listening to this now? Savor this story now. Just savor this. If anyone's listening at home, press record now. <laughs> uh, yeah, no, I was. Um, I was out, uh, out just driving my normal car, and uh, I went past the bus depot. And there was a sign outside that said, Drivers Wanted. And I said, you know what? When I come back around, I'm going to pop in there and see what's going on. Then I lived the rest of my life. I got married. I had kids. I had a lovely job in a sweet shop. The most beautiful sweet shop you've ever seen in your entire life, Dave. We had everything. We had humbugs. We had uh, hard candies. We had gumballs. Everlasting gobstoppers. That place. <laughs> and there I was, two days from retirement. <laughs> oh, wait, no, I'm thinking of a different story, actually. <laughs> Sorry, I'm thinking of um, of the, t- the longest bus driver. He has an incredible story now. now He's, that not <laughs> <laughs> He's not here. He's not here. So were, I, were two days from retirement. Two days from retirement from the sweet shop. The thing bloody burnt down. Down to the ground. Ashes. All the gumballs. The humbugs, the hard candies were all gone, Dave. Yeah. <laughs> I got in my car, got in my car. I just started to drive. Do you ever just drive and not know where you're going, Dave? <laughs> just as a matter of interest, Dave. Do you edit the show? Or <laughs> <laughs> do you drive? Yeah, yeah, sure. Yeah, just get in and drive. <laughs> Get in the drive, Dave. Yeah. And you don't know where you're going. You're just going to go. Yeah. I left the wife and kids behind, and I said, you know what? I'm never coming back because I'm ashamed. I'm ashamed of what i become. <laughs> what had you become? <laughs> Bloody bus driver, oh, Dave. Okay. I had to go around. I found... Wait, so you I skipped that around. bit. Oh, <laughs> you, you, know, you skipped the bit where you became, what do you mean? <laughs> you became a bus driver. Sorry. 
You oh, went yeah. from <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, I'm sure it's a great story when you hear the. No, no. <laughs> Hold on. Let me just get my bearings here, Dave. Uh, where was I? Uh, wife and kids. Uh, <laughs> uh, sweet shop. Beautiful sweet shop. Uh, humbugs. Good. Hard candies. Uh, uh, burnt to the ground. Went driving. Uh, went driving. Did you ever uh, went driving? <laughs> Somewhere, went driving somewhere that I, uh, you never just drive, Dave, and you just drive and you don't know yeah, where you're going. Yeah, you ever yeah, do that? Yeah, 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 yeah. And then, <laughs> and then I became a bus driver. Okay, great. Thanks, Thanks for that story, no Brian. No you. problem. Thanks. <laughs> it's not head off anyway. Thanks. Okay. Um, I want to bring on um, Buster. I want to bring on your wife, Brida. Uh, Brida, are you looking forward to Buster finishing up at, as a bus driver? Yes, I am. I'm very excited to spend more time with him. Yeah, are you guys uh, recently married or? Yes, very yeah. recently. Okay, what age are you, Brita? If you don't mind me asking. Oh, no, I don't. I am 19. 19, okay, so that's quite an age gap there, guys. <laughs> love sees no age. Sure, yeah, we had a woman on earlier who uh, is in love with his fetus. Uh, so oh, that's, that's sweet. <laughs> yeah, I know, it's, uh, that's disgusting, Dave. Well, what kind of cause do you on. have on this? That's not a... Uh, you know, your wife's 150 years younger than you. Tell him how we met. That will change his mind and his views. Uh, we are very recently married, actually. Um, it just happened during this phone call. Right now, we just met. Oh, during uh, Brian's story? Yeah, we kind of... <laughs> that I kind went of, on. Yeah, it went on a bit. And I, I just headed out. Uh, for a little bit there, bumped into a woman, uh, We quick romance, we got married, and, uh, you know, love. Love. Okay, um, well, are you guys going to head anywhere on honeymoon, or? Well, I'm expecting now. <laughs> Wait, uh, and That's you're right. the yeah. father? Oh, we can only hope, Dave. We don't know that yet. 175 years, and I've always wanted to be a father. Yeah. And now it might finally be coming true. I want to bring in a caller that was on earlier, Stephanie, who... Uh, Stephanie, you were interested in, in, in marrying uh, somebody quite a bit younger than you. Yeah, yeah, it's already happened. Uh, oh, you, 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 you married the, the baby? Man. The man? The baby man? Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah, it was brilliant. Okay, cool. Uh, and and uh, has he been born yet? Uh, yeah. Oh, oh, sorry. That oh, yeah, happened. It all happened there during that and um, the blindest <laughs> bus driver story. No, second blindest. Sec. Oh, right, the second blindest. It was a brilliant. Okay, that so story put the baby man right to sleep because <laughs> he was up for ages during the story at the beginning. We were having a terrible time. Yeah. And uh, then the story just conked Okay, brilliant. Yeah. It was uh, good to talk to you again, Stephanie. I want to bring back on Ross, who we were talking to earlier. Uh, Ross was uh, <laughs> having problems with his shed. He had a, he had a oh, lot yeah. of... You had a, <laughs> you had a, a big weight problem, Ross. Uh, I know. I didn't say it was a problem. No, no, no. But uh, I, 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 how are you getting on now? Or, or anything changed? I had a health problem. Yeah, you, you had a health problem. Oh. Yeah, but I lost it all there. You lost all that weight? <laughs> yeah, just... Uh, just, uh, there was a... There was a few hours there. Yeah, there was a story going on. I just bust... I bust out of my shed. Yeah. I discovered the key to the language. Marmite, would you believe, and anchovies. Okay. <laughs> just made everything fall into place. And, uh, yeah, I am fit as a fiddle, and I'm running 
for president of the world. Oh, well, wow. Yeah. I mean, a lot has happened uh, just in the... How long did that story go on for that uh, that guy was telling? I think uh, time stopped. Yeah, actually. yeah, yeah, yeah. Cool. Oh, guys, I'm afraid we're out of time. We're not going to find out whether or not Buster will retire. I want to thank all of my callers today, but I especially want to thank uh, Stephen Bradley, Pearl O'Rourke, Kate Moylan, and legendary tightrope artistic director Mark Hanton. Give me a big round of applause. Uh, Guys, do you have anything you want to plug? Any shows coming up around like this? Yeah, there's the tightrope. Uh, it's a really fun live event. It happens Mondays and Fridays, and I don't have to care anymore. <laughs> uh, also, someoneforeveryone.ie, you'll find a web series that myself and Pearl do, and, you know, just check out markhanton.com. That's a real website. I made it, <laughs> I made it myself in Word. Fantastic. Yeah. Uh, yeah, every Thursday, uh, Mob Theater, Basement of Wigwam, um, uh, improv show, and uh, why am I looking at you so worried? <laughs> I don't know. Um, yeah. That's okay. Uh, Thursday, uh, we do uh, a what? And um, we do classes as well, uh, Mob Theater uh, Dublin on Instagram. Yeah, that's it. Yeah. Amazing, guys. Thank you. Uh, I'm doing a live improvised pro wrestling show with Stephen Bradley on July 26th. <laughs> That's another tightrope show right here in the Pierce Center on Pierce Street. Tickets are available in advance on Eventbrite. Brilliant. Thanks again, guys. Thank you to the Heads of Podcast Network and the Tightrope for having us and to John O'Farrell for our theme music. That's all for this week. Thanks for listening. Good night. This podcast is part of the Headstuff Podcast Network.